Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Hello there and welcome to this Glorious Miss Big Kids Mamma Mia's podcast for parents who are looking for something to read. <laughs> My name's Andrew Daddo and I have a history of writing books for children. I do not have a book out this week, but today of all days, Holly Wainwright, otherwise known as hashtag the Holly Wainwright, <laughs> has a new book out. Oh, shucks. Yes, I'm Holly Wainwright. I work here at Mamma Mia, but I'm also an author. And big week in my house because I do have a book out. It's called I Give My Marriage a Year. It's a novel. You might have seen it around perhaps <laughs> very, on the social media. Very careful to, to say it is a novel. I have to make a big Not point a that story. it is fiction because yeah. a couple of my friends have read it and they immediately go, oh. So this is what's going on in your house. I'm like, no, no, this is not what's going on in my house. It's fiction. Yeah. But I had some classic parental moments with the book promotion this week. I had to do a like a live Instagram interview. And from my house at 7 o'clock, I said to Brent, oh, maybe I'll just stay in the office because the kids. And he's like, no, no, I'll take the kids away. And I'll make sure they're quiet in the bedroom while you do your, you know, important author stuff. So we tried that. And then, of course, just as we get into the last question, I've been being perky and fabulous and found a little tiny corner of the house that will fit the phone screen that doesn't look like a bomb hit it. And Matilda comes crawling in on all fours. And so while I'm trying to talk and say goodbye to this guy on this important call, Matilda's trying to tickle me to make me laugh. And I was just like, oh, oh, no. and then she just pops up at the end like, bye. This is not about you, Matilda. Yeah, it's yeah. about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but well, thank you for allowing me to. Oh, uh, no, congratulations. So I've literally just got my copy that I can't wait to read. I understand it's a little bit confronting for men. Men have said that it's a little bit confronting to realise what goes on inside a woman's head. Uh, but I believe that's a public that... service for all of us. <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is your friendly neighbourhood author talk. My kids love your books. In fact, you're the person they're most impressed that I know. <laughs> They're always like, Andrew Daddo. Oh we talk about him at school. Anyway, we'll talk about your books another, another time. time. Don't forget, you can listen to this glorious mess of little kids about babies and toddlers with Tegan and Lee every Monday here in the same feed. If you love the show, we would love you to give us a review. That is the way that people find shows and it pushes you up the iTunes charts when you get reviews. Five stars, please. Five stars is great. <laughs> and little reviews in iTunes. So do that. Go and give us a review. Tell us what we're doing well. Tell us how we can improve. On today's episode, we have a listener dilemma from a parent who's copping quite a bit of flack from her other family members about the clothes she's buying for mm. her son. Mm. Plus some nails and fails. But of course, right now, Andrew, you are feeling a little bit rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> yeah, look, Mia, Mia Friedman, who I follow on the Instagram, you, you, you probably know all? who Mia is. I am familiar with that, with the Mia Friedman. It's, anyway, she posted something on Instagram. Now, I wonder about my love of the past, rose-coloured glasses 
do I actually it's something do, that just happens as you get older? Do you think? Yeah, I, I definitely. And you do you think every the, generation thinks that their childhood was better than that? Yeah, yeah, of course they do. Like because I think that's the way we're physiologically designed. So that's what happens. And I'm happy that like I think it was great to grow up in the drags of the generation. Like it was cool. It was cool. We had fun. No tough wheels. She posted this thing. Have a look at her feed. It says, are the 80s when a kid would blow out the candles over the top of an ashtray a foot away from an open beer while someone held a lit cigar next to their face. Because it's above a photo of exactly that happening. And I just looked at it and went, oh, my God, of course. My grandmother smoked. She would have three cigarettes burning throughout the house at the same time. So if, if she's in different rooms, she'd have be able to smoke in there and she'd have one in the kitchen and, and then we would follow her around and she'd go in another room and then we'd smoke out of the ashtray. <laughs> so like we'd literally have a puff of the ciggy with, a, ciggy with the dairy in the ashtray so you didn't break the bone of the ash. Ah, right? So, you'd sit there and go, so she'd never know. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> so I look at this picture now and I think it's horif- it is actually horrifying. Yes. But it's also fairly amusing. So so Mia put in the call out on this meme that she shared. She said, what do you remember about your 80s childhoods? Because obviously this is kind of horrifying that we used to, people just used to smoke around their kids all the time. There was no second thought about it. I mean, I know people do still smoke around their kids, but it is frowned upon generally. Drinking, driving, seatbelts. Those are the stories you hear a lot is dad driving back from the club. If he'd had only four pints, he felt like it was fine. (laughs) Um, those seatbelts are like that stuff is horrifying and there's also I always remember reading Richard Glover when he had a book out a couple of years ago and he was doing his promotion for it Richard Glover's a you know a radio presenter and a writer amazing writer and he says that we are fooling ourselves when we look back happily at at the days before helicopter parenting when you just used to be allowed to go run in the bush because he said bad things did happen to Mm. kids you know they there were paedophiles living in the street sometimes. There were people, kids did fall down and break their legs and smash their heads and do all those things. Yeah. And we do we just forget all about that because now we're like, I don't know. We. I know. I think it's a, I, well, the falling down and breaking arms and stuff like that. Fine. I mean, I used to pick up my niece in my old hold and put her in the back seat, and she would literally slide it. There was no seat belts, and we still think it's funny. <laughs> but it was dangerous. Yeah, but. It, but we were careful at the same. Like it's not like you went flying around corners, and I think it's okay to go jumping your bike and break an arm and tough luck. Hmm. You know, it's a story. You get a story from it. But I did look at that thing and just went, "Yeah, wow, was it that good?" I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I think there are some things that are better, some things that are worse. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I don't know about helicopter parenting being any better. I certainly have no complaints about the way I was brought up and the safety level that we were given as kids. I have no issue with it. Like, you know, I would happily put my kids through the same semi-safety routine and I think they'd grow up fine as we did. Tell us if there's anything you think people did better in your childhood or things that you miss about the time that you grew up in because obviously a lot of our listeners grew up in the 90s rather than the 80s, I'd imagine. You can call us anytime on 028999386 or email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au. Remember the good old days, Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au.
Every week we talk about a parenting mess on this glorious mess. It could be something we've seen online that we want to talk about. It could be a listener dilemma, a story from us. And today it is a listener dilemma from a parent who's copying a bit of judgment for the clothes that she is letting her son wear. She writes, my son is six and he's brilliant in every way. At least I think so, of course. But a decision I made recently about him has upset almost everyone in my entire family. He's really creative and he's never really played by the rules when it comes to boys' things and girls' things. When he was little, he liked trucks, but he also liked his sister's dolls. He's also always liked trying on what he would call her dress-up clothes, tutus and princess dresses and all of that. Lately, he's been wanting to wear them out of the house and I really don't care if he does. He's worn a dress to the shops and to the park and to his sister's birthday party. Sometimes he wants to and sometimes he doesn't. But how does my family care? Yes. Yeah, it's in capital letters. Capital letters. Yes. My husband and I are separated and he's furious about it, even though he's never been there when it's happened, just heard about it third hand. My mum says I'm ruining my son's life and setting him up to be bullied and my sister thinks I'm confusing him. My son is oblivious to all this fuss, but I doubt he will be for long. What do you two think? Andrew, do you want to go first? I mean, I've got a friend who literally, one of my best friends, literally went through this, literally it could be the same letter. And the boy grew up to be fine, you know, and he probably wasn't exactly what they'd expected in the end, you know, like he wasn't a football. So I'm thinking of the husband's furious, the mum's thinking he's going to be bullied, you know, that's their pretty old school, old fashioned reactions to a kid not wearing what he's meant to be wearing, you know, but the boy's fine. It's probably more about educating the, your husband and your mum and your sister as opposed to recreating what your son's doing or not. Does that make sense? It does. And I think you're right about that because I think the world we live in now, we're quite aware about gender fluidity and the idea that, you know, all boys don't have to be boysy and girls don't have to be girlsy and there's a whole lot of stuff in the middle of those things. But we do still live broadly in a society where if a boy, a little boy is wearing a dress to the shops, people will look. Right now, they might not point and stare and call names. I mean, they might later in life, but that people will look, they'll notice. We still pretty much live in that world, and depending on where you live, there'll be different degrees of that. So, our listeners' parents and her husband and her sister are very much living in that world. Yeah. Of like, but people are going to stare at him. People are going to call him names. People are going to think he's different, and that will be bad for him. So, let's assume that they're not coming from a place of prejudice, but they're coming from a place of <laughs> fear about yeah. that little lad, and, right? And, and is it fair to assume then their fear is possibly well-placed within their own minds because they're going, well, we, we want you to have a nice, normal, happy childhood and adolescence. Normal and inverted. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fire <laughs> well, it's, it's really <laughs> no, difficult. I know, I know what you mean. You just You're get saying smashed that. for saying, but like we're trying to have a, norm, like a normal conversation about it. So they want him to have a normal upbringing so that, you know, it's a smooth curve, right? Puberty is a little bit difficult. They don't want it to be more difficult than it needs to be. But what we all know to be true is that it doesn't matter. You can't do anything about it. Like it doesn't matter at all. Like you, first, we can't protect our kids from anything. And also until there are more little boys who want to wear dresses wearing dresses at the shops, people are going to stare at the boys in dresses. So what's the answer? You know what I mean? And the answer is... Do exactly what this mom is doing, mm. like or make all boys wear dresses. Well, sometimes, perhaps. <laughs> but it's like, dress day. It's the third Wednesday of the month. But it is to just make like she the way that she says, "I don't really care," because I often think this about things. Is you think, am I really upset about 
this or just, am I really worried about this? No, then why do I care what everybody else thinks, right? Yeah. She just wants her little boy to be who he is. And maybe he'll go through a phase of wearing dresses and never do it again. Or maybe he'll want to wear dresses forever. Or maybe it will mean something more significant in his adolescence. And maybe it won't. Maybe mm. it's just he likes shiny stuff. So I think <laughs> it's, it's like, pie. you know, that kind of idea of catastrophizing as you were just saying, like looking too far ahead and going, well, this is mean this, yeah. this, this, and this, and it's going to be terrible. Well, maybe it does mean this, this, and this, but maybe that's not going to be terrible at all. Like yeah. we've all seen and heard the stories of kids whose gender is different. So I would say to our listener who sent this is that you are an amazing mum and you're doing exactly the right thing and actually it's your family who need to learn a bit about what your what yeah. your thought process is and to not make a big deal out of everything and to not think it means a million things. Yeah, maybe they need a powwow, possibly without alcohol. Maybe a little <laughs> healthy, maybe a book or two, maybe a little bit of reading, a bit of like well, I, maybe listen yeah. to this or like I think that, you know, understanding that the world isn't necessarily the way that they think it is. Yeah, Maggie Dent's got a new book coming out, I think, in the next week does. or so about yeah, boys to teens. That I'm guessing that would be. But also, helpful. I just think about that idea about playing with gender, and that it doesn't, it doesn't mean all the things that they think it means. You know, like it, the world has. It changed. doesn't have to mean all the things that they think. You know, like you know, if they're older, so especially the mum, she'll have her own thoughts. Like I know my parents, they are very conservative. You know, it's hard to shift that way of thinking. I think you have talking's to think, the way to go. Exactly, and I'll, and you need to also obviously say, which is I'm sure what you want to say, is that if you're going to be negative about it, do not do it around my boy. And he's only six. Jeez, you know. <laughs> exactly, he's only six. If you have a listen dilemma, we are not experts, but we'll always give it a red hot go. <laughs> Maybe point you in the direction of somebody who is. But you can always give us your dilemma. Calling it in is ideal on o two eight triple nine nine three eight six. Nailed it. You failed it. It's nailed and failed time, Mr. Daddo. What have you got? What went wrong or right? Nailed in and house failed. This week? Nailed and failed. Oh, both. Nailed and failed. Quick nail. You're not going to think it is, but it is. You know, have you heard of a mammal? Middle aged oh, man yeah, in, yeah, in Lycra. Yeah, we came up with one, right? So I played golf with my son, and the course was full of middle aged working from home men. So we've now coined the phrase morphs. <laughs> Right, because on the way to the golf course, there were morphs. There were guys walking, their dogs, middle-aged, you know, guys like, who'd usually be at the office. Yeah, down the beach, they're everywhere. Morphs, we're calling them. M a w f h morphs. So we think we've nailed that. We're pretty sure that's going to catch on. Hashtag morph. There's one. There's a. There's nothing wrong with it. You got to get your hour out. You know, women as well. But the fail. Oh my god. Epic. What happened? Uh, HSC. Uh, it's not HSC for Hang on, so our younger year? one is doing her HSC drama. So what she's doing, she's in year 11 and she has a project that she has to do. It has to be handed in at a certain time. But like our listener dilemma, we want our kids to get along, you know. So she, it's due on Monday morning at 8.30 when she arrives at school and she's got a party on that weekend and it's kind of not really finished on Saturday afternoon, but because we just love her and we want her to get along and be happy, we go, yeah, no worries. And this has got to be all fully done. Sunday but it's basically the done, day to be right? Doing the th- yeah. yeah. Fail. Epic fail. What happened? Well, what do you think happened? She went to the party. Went to the party. She didn't come home. She did come home, actually. She came home that night. She says, sleep in, and then gets up, and then she's doing a project, and still at 9.30 Sunday night, it's still going on. Then... 
turns out she's got some form of gastro thing on the Monday morning, so she can't even take it in. So then I have to take it into the school on the Monday morning. Then she's got to get a doctor's certificate because she wasn't the one who, like, Jesus. I looked at Jackie and said, it's not just her fault. It's actually our fault as well because she required some parenting to say, you can't go to the party unless it's done. Yes. Done, done. Not 98% done, fully done. We should have known what was going to happen because they're kids. Yeah. <laughs> she was so excited about the party as well. I spent a couple of hours getting ready. and. <laughs> So anyway, on our part, epic fail. The only good part is that she and us have a vision of next year and going into the HSC. So it's no third parties. Th- well, <laughs> the year. <laughs> no, but you know, like if something's due on the Monday, that weekend is out unless, unless you're finished. prepared. Like fully prepared. So preparation is key. It's like making sourdough bread. It's all in the preparation. <laughs> so fail. Fail, fail, oh, fail, Jasper. fail. And we ended up having a blue about it. And fail, 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 fail. Who was the one who said she could go? Is it you or Jackie? Oh, we both did. I mean, we want our kids happy. No, we want them functional. (laughs) Okay. We want them functioning. (laughs) So, epic. Matilda got a new. Still pissed off about it. (laughs) But I'm going to be. Why are you pissed off when it got handed in? See, because I'm an under the wire kind of person, I'm like, who cares? It got done. Like, what? But that's because that's always my problem. I'm always like, as long as it slides in under the line, it's fine. Yeah, well, so am I. But, but you want your kids to be better than you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, me What's too. wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. Well, you know, like we know when we let ourselves down. Well, oh, I, I, I want to raise kids to not be a dumbass like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it. Matilda got her ears pissed. Yeah, oh. Uh, uh-huh. I, Was it at 13? No, she's not 13. She's 10. Yeah, right. Because she really wanted to. She kept asking me. And I, as we discussed before, I like scanned myself for whether or not I cared about this. Like, is there any reason not to? Just do a Reiki scanning? You know what I mean? I'm just like, am I, is there any bit of me that will be upset to see Matilda with her ears pierced? No, I don't, I really don't care. Like, I really, really don't care about that. Like, there are some things I care about, some things I don't, and it's fine. So she really, really wanted to. It was great because for at least two weeks I could hold it over her, mm. like take the dog out for a wee. No, no, one you, it's cold. You won't get your ears pierced if you don't take <laughs> the dog out for a wee. Oh, okay. Tidy your room. No, I'm doing there watching this TV show. If you don't tidy your room, you won't get it. So it was good for that to hold it over it for a while. I was trying to drag it out a little bit longer. Yeah. But then I was just like, oh, no. And it was kind of fun. Yeah. Me, I took her with her little mate and Billy, and Billy was obsessed with watching the process, the gun go through her ears and stuff. Thought that was really interesting. Spent a long time choosing with cheapy earrings. It was great fun. What colour? Gold? No, she's got little little um, crystally stars. Oh. She's flowers she's mm. got. And it's interesting because Matilda is, her like her style is quite androgynous. So it's like this interesting thing that she wanted her ears pierced because she's it's a bit of a stepping girly world. Anyway, it was nice. It was a nice little moment. It was a nice little parental moment. Could it be the thin edge of the wedge? Do you sort of see it that way as Tattoo. well? Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Nose ring. Well, well, because like <laughs> Jasper went one and she went another one. She's got three yeah. and then she's got a cartilage and then something else. I mean, she's 10, so we won't be going cartilage anytime soon. Well, but I don't, again, I don't care. Don't care. What if about she wants to have two, I don't care. Not yet, but later she can have tats? two. I don't care. 
No, I care about tats. I definitely care about tats. And she's 10. Boyfriend's name on the neck. (laughs) Gary. Gareth. Oh, my goodness. I have to say that if my teenager comes home with their boyfriend's name on their neck, I will probably lose my shit. That is definitely something that would make me lose my shit. And drag them by the hair. Like when I was a kid, I was so naughty as a teenager, I'll never forget that I used to buy cigarettes from the garage at the end of the road. And my mum would drag, busted me once and dragged me down there pretty much by my hair and had me in front of the guy who sold them to me and went, this girl is 12. (laughs) (laughs) If you sell those cigarettes ever again, I'm sending the police. I was so humiliated. That would be me if Matilda came home with a tattoo. I would drag her to the tattoo shop. This girl. 12. <laughs> I've seen in real life, in real life, so not even on the internet, a guy with on his neck, my mother, my angle. <laughs> right? Typo. Meant to be my mother, my angel, Aww. my mother, my angle. Yeah, I would worry. Byron I would, Bay. I would worry about Woo. that. Anyway, send us your nailed and failed. We'd love to know how you're all doing in your world. Remember, you can jump into the Mom Me Parents Facebook group anytime and whack them in there. I might do that with these this week. Put our nails and fails in the Facebook group. See who wants to join in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Be good. Yeah, do that. I'd love to know what, what the answer is to, no, you can't go out this weekend because your work's not finished. Yeah. No, no, I really, I really would. You're looking at me like we're being mean. I'm not. And just slide through under the thing, what was the problem? <laughs> now I have to go home and reconcile that with Jackie. <laughs> Have a t- sit down table dinner with Jasper and apologise. Okay, the job was done. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. But it was. Anyway, that is all we have time for on this glorious mess this week. This episode was made for Mamma Mia, as always, produced by Priya Teherzadeh and Liza Ratliff. And we will see you yeah. next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.